At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, we're going to do a little integrity test in the beginning of the show today. I'm going to show you some headlines that when we say these things, they're considered, you know, istophobic, phobophobic, phobophobic stuff, racist, misogynist, xenophobic. But when the left actually says those exact same things, they're celebrated for it. Matter of fact, they even put them in headlines. Don't, don't miss it. I promise you some of the exact words. Let's get right to it. I've also got a nice, uh, nice solid announcement coming up later. I'm very happy. The parallel economy getting away from the cancel culture left is coming together and starting to solidify nicely. I'm super excited about it. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, bro. So showing you again how the left, they have no principles at all. They have no dignity left, these radical leftists. I'm not talking about all Democrats. I'm talking about these radical leftists. And everything with them is a game. It's going to be a theme in the show today, how they consistently lie and misrepresent their position. Remember a few weeks ago when they attacked Tucker Carlson a few months ago as well, they attack him all the time for suggesting that Democrats uh, want illegal, uh, illegal immigrants to get into the country because they're having a problem with working class voters. And they're planning on replacing them. Remember that one? I'm going to get to some headlines in a minute. Remember that one? Oh, you're racist, xenophobe. Remember that? Yeah. We get to a headline in a minute of the left saying the exact same thing. Hat tip Michael Anton and his celebration parallax here too. We discussed that a while back. How the left will celebrate something. And when you mention the fact that they're celebrating doing something, they call you a racist. Number two, we'd all agree discrimination is bad, correct? We'd all agree discrimination is a bad thing. I mean, I was raised by my parents to treat people based on their character, right? No, no, not the left. Not the, Dan, clearly you got that wrong. The left said, we're the, we're the racist. No, 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 I didn't get it wrong. I'll get to that in a second too. What about discriminating against people for their political beliefs and treating them differently in the media? Wait, I thought the journalists said they were the fair ones, not us. Yeah, that's not true either. And I thought we weren't allowed to talk about elections being stolen. Ah, ah, the left talks about it all the time. They're obsessed with the idea. I just, I thought of this yesterday. It's one of those reasons, uh, again, I'll get to my locals account later in the announcement. I just kind of teased it, but I was listening to this segment with Obama and McAuliffe and how just the gall on these people, how they just don't care. The left constantly gives you the middle finger and then they accuse you of doing the same thing here. Just quick, go through these headlines, proving you, proving to you, these people have no integrity at all. So they call this replacement theory getting illegal immigrants into the country to replace the working class voters they're losing. They call that racist and xenophobic. Here's the New York Times themselves, Michelle Goldberg, writing about it in a Georgia election. We can replace them. This is the actual headline. Look, it's the headline. We can replace them. It's the actual headline in the New York Times. Again, they do something Let's replace working class voters. You call them out on it like, oh, you're definitely a racist. You just said it. Here's number two. Discrimination's a bad thing, right? We all can agree. Conservatives. Liberals love discrimination. Here's Ibram Kendi. Is the cure for racism really more racism? Wall Street Journal article. They cite Ibram Kendi, critical race theory proponent. He runs from it, but it's true. Critical race theory proponent claiming right here the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. 
the leftist openly calling for discrimination. You say that as a conservative, forget it. It's over. And it should be. We don't, discrimination's horrible. You say that, you will be canceled immediately. The left celebrates it, though. Here's Brian Stelter. This is the story that got me going along with the Obama speech, where they talk in such nasty ways about us. And then the minute we fight back, they, oh, you're such meanies, conspiracy theories, you big smellies. Here's Brian Stelter and his guest yesterday saying, hey, you know, we should be treating Republicans and Democrats differently in the media. If we said that Fox News, the Bongino show, so biased, so biased, pay no attention to them. Here's the quote. Here's the coffee boy at CNN from a Fox News article. They wrote about it. He says, I want to dive right into your argument. He's talking about this L.A. Times journalist about both siderism and why it's failing the public. Is it that we're treating Democrats and Republicans equally and ignoring GOP radicalism? Is that the heart of the problem? The columnist, uh, was it Jessica Combs, said that was, in a sense, correct. They're just saying it right now. Treat them differently. They're supposed to be meeting people. Here's one more. Here's one more. Again, integrity test. You Republicans are not allowed to talk about stolen elections. You can go yourself, okay? We'll talk about whatever we want because you don't have a problem talking about stolen elections. Here's an Aaron Blake article in the Washington Post a while ago talking about prominent Democrats, Cory Booker and Hillary Clinton. Here are some quotes. The election's being stolen from Stacey Abrams. That's Cory Booker. Hillary Clinton about Abrams. If it, if she would have won if it had been a fair election. And then Democrat hack Sherrod Brown in Ohio. He went so far as to say, if Stacey Abrams doesn't win in Georgia, they stole it. Ladies and gentlemen, ignore these people. They have no integrity at all. They have no integrity at all. Ignore these people. I say that now because they're lying and they're up to the same scams again. They're saying the quiet part out loud. And then yet when you point it out to them, they claim you're the liar. It's happening right now in Virginia where they're openly acknowledging Parents have no role in education. Your kids should be taught transgender ideology and to hate one another through critical racism training. And then when you call them, they celebrate it. And then when you call them out, they call you a conspiracy theorist. You doubt me? Look at this Washington Post headline. Jack Schneider and Jennifer Berkshire. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' school curriculum. They don't. This is an actual headline. And yet when you point out that you're in charge, they're your kids, they call you some kind of right-wing nut conspiracy. They're not ones trying to get your, uh, the parents out of the schools. They're admitting it. They're celebrating it right now. Look, here's Randy Weingarten from the Teachers Union giving you, again, the double-barreled middle finger, celebrating this piece about how parents shouldn't have the right to dictate what's taught to their kids. Great piece on parents' rights in public schools, Randy Weingarten. Folks, they don't care. They're not hiding it anymore. The party of JFK is dead. They don't care about the polls or anything. Here's a signal poll on this issue. This is a poll of parents who have a child in K through 12 education in Virginia. Look at the percentage by, what they're go by, by which they're voting for Yunkin over uh, Terry McAuliffe. 56% for Yunkin, 39% for McAuliffe. Folks, they don't care. They don't care. They are so committed to stealing everything away from you. And exposing themselves now in public. Replacement theory. That's their thing. Discrimination. Taking over the right for you to determine what's taught and not taught to your kids. They are so determined to doing it right now. They are celebrating it in your face. And then when you acknowledge it, they accuse you of being a wacko. And, and a terrorist, too, as Guy points out. Why is this so important right now? Look at this article in the Washington Examiner. As I said to you the other day, David Drucker article. A GOP win in Virginia could kill Biden's agenda in Washington. Folks, I am hearing from insiders that this race in Virginia for the governorship, Joe's right there. He's up in Maryland. They're like the same. They're like one big state right there, yeah. Delmarva, right? Yeah. Folks, that it would resonate all over the country. I'm hearing now as well that Jack Citarelli, the Republican in New Jersey, in New Jersey is making moves against Phil Murphy as well. It would stop the Democrats right in their tracks. They are sticking it in your face now. I just want to be clear about the point of this opening segment. It is this. They are sticking it in your face, celebrating discrimination, celebrating replacement theory. That's their thing. 
celebrating stolen election narratives, celebrating diminishing the role of parents in the school system. And it's, it's not just that they're celebrating it. When you point it out, they attack you as a conspiracy theorist and a nut. You may be saying, that's not possible. How can they celebrate it and then attack you for pointing out what they're celebrating? Exactly. Check out Michael Anton's celebration parallax. A parallax. It's the same thing when seen through uh, different angles, looks differently to different people. You must celebrate the left's agenda. If you don't, they'll call you a conspiracy theorist. So I got an update on what's going on with me and the vaccine mandates and cumulus. Um, but I want to play this video first to show you how it's spreading, folks. People are realizing the vaccine mandate is the fight of our time. The vaccine mandate involving sovereignty over your own body and your decisions is the fight of our time. Here was a rally yesterday in the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. New York City police officers, firemen, first responders, and city workers. This is New York City, pretty liberal place. Granted, you know, government workers, well, especially cops and firemen, can lean a little bit conservative. But these are city workers, too. Marching and numbering in the thousands, crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, objecting to this vaccine mandate. It is spreading. People are realizing that this is the fight. Without this fight, if we lose fight for sovereignty over our own bodies, it is over. Check this out. Now, not only is it just spreading in New York, New York City, obviously a very liberal place, it's spreading everywhere. Folks, I have a uh, radio show that's syndicated by Cumulus. Cumulus decided it would be a good idea to institute a vaccine mandate. They didn't consult with us, uh, their content providers or anything like that. They just did it. People were subsequently let go. I strongly object in the strongest possible terms to this vaccine mandate. The fight with them, candidly, folks, is having a real effect. You know, I'm, I'm very open with you here. I always, I always will be. You've been a great audience to me for a long time. But behind the scenes, the, it's getting a little ugly here. I wasn't on the radio today or yesterday. I won't be on the radio today. I don't know what they did, play the best of or whatever. But you don't treat people this way. You don't treat people the way they treated the people that were let go from cumulus because of their insistence that their body is theirs. I got an email, not going to say from who, but it was from a former employee of cumulus sitting right here on my, my phone. Want to thank me for my stance against the vaccine mandates. You don't have to thank me, really. I, I appreciate the sentiment, but it's not necessary. And said he was let go on Cumulus by Cumulus for not meeting their vaccine requirements. He says, even more hurtful, I was flat out denied my religious exemption within a day. He said they sent an email, which, which he confirmed was also sent word for word to other employees with similar requests. He says it was a slap in the face to not even be legitimately considered. And he goes on to explain how I'm going to say too much. I don't want to give away who it is. But he goes on to explain how when Cumulus needed his help during the worst parts of the pandemic, he was there for them and all the things he did. And he was casually just let go. Folks, you don't treat people that way. I'm not going to let it happen. This fight's been wearing me down, but it's not, it's not wearing me out. But I, I do need your help. You know, there are other people out there that work with Cumulus and elsewhere. I need your help. I can't do this alone. You know, I, I learned a valuable lesson. And some, some of the business ventures I've engaged in haven't worked out very well. 
but many of them have. Um, thankfully, we'll be announcing again a partnership, and I'll announce it next. Uh, some business ventures I have worked out amazing. Some haven't, but I learned valuable lessons along the way. And one of them is your partners are everything. You can't make up for partners that treat people poorly and just have poor character. You can't. You can't do it. I don't care what kind of business strategy they have. They will screw you in the end. I'm hoping that's not the case here. We could have done some really special things together, especially with that radio show. But I'm not giving up this fight, and I'm working on possible avenues now. It's not easy. They're not making it. Uh, they're making it very difficult for a lot of us. But I promise you, it's again, it's wearing me down. I lost a lot of sleep over this, but it's not wearing me out. I'm not giving up this fight at all. And I learned another valuable lesson too. If you trust your content, don't ever sign long-term deals with anyone because they may have a victory over you, what they perceive to be a victory, but I promise you it's Pyrrhic. Some people need to find that out the hard way. All right, uh, let me make this announcement because it's important. But before I get to it, Dave Chappelle, listen, cancellation is real. And I would include the vaccine mandate police because it's all being done for political correctness, not being done for science at all. The vaccine mandates have nothing to do with science. So please stop the crap. Take that crap somewhere else, not on this show. I have no interest in listening to your nonsense. If you don't understand the science of natural immunity and can't read the data on vaccination, and if it helps uh, what it does and what it doesn't do, then just go find another show. I'm not interested. But cancellation is real. Dave Chappelle is a comedian who stood up against cancellation. He did a comedy act in his show called The Closer on Netflix. And in it, there were some jokes about everyone, but including the transgender community. They're jokes. The guy's a comedian. So, of course, they tried to cancel him with Netflix. Sadly, um, some of it's working out. Some film festivals apparently are not showing his stuff, as he had said. But Dave Chappelle is not bending the knee and not genuflecting in front of the transgender lobby at all. Matter of fact, he's doubling down and giving kind of a path forward on how people should do it. Here's Dave Chappelle on the transgender lobby demanding meetings with him. Check this out. To the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience. But you will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody's demands. And if you want to meet with me, I'd be more than willing to, but I have some conditions. <laughs> First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing and a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gatsby is not funny. <laughs> Hannah Gatsby is another comedian who I guess took a shot at Chappelle. But yes, oh, thank you, Joe, yes. for leading the applause. You got yes. Listen, you don't have to agree with Chappelle's politics. You don't. I, I, I candidly, he went after some friends of mine in the space. Uh, you know, and, and listen, that's fine. The thing about being against cancel culture is if you actually support free speech, you should support free speech for people you don't agree with, too. That's the whole point of free speech. That's why we need to build this parallel economy. And that's why I'm proud to announce today a partnership between Rumble, which, as you know, is the free speech video platform. We have taken on YouTube and we are winning in this fight as we grow at an explosive rate. We are now partnering with Locals. Locals.com. Locals. It is a, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because it allows me to communicate with you directly. Now, while I'm up and around, I get a lot of thoughts during the day. I hate giving them to Facebook on Facebook Lives. So I always wanted to do videos, just candid videos, out to dinner with my wife, out watching elections where I can do live updates, watching TVC and a sports story that blows my mind. I want to connect with you directly. So we found Locals to be a fascinating platform. We love it. Locals.com. 
Please download the app today. You'll see my profile there, Guy, if you wouldn't mind throwing it up on the screen. It'll be active today. I'm at DBongino. I like to keep the uh, names consistent. At DBongino, locals.com. I'm at DBongino. Please follow me there. What it allows creators to do is create a direct portal between us and you. Now, many of the, a lot of the content up there is going to be subscription-based. We're going to make it very competitively priced, but I promise you're going to get stuff there you're not going to get anywhere else. Rumble, you know, we started with video. We're moving into cloud. We're moving into payments. We're moving into content now with locals. We are extremely proud to start this. If you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, some of the content up there, you can see some of it will be uh, subscription-based. But please check it out. Download the app today, Locals. Locals, go to your app stores, wherever it may be, or go to Locals.com. You can see and follow me there. I'm at Bongino. I would deeply appreciate it. I've had my eyes on this platform for a long time. It is, again, a secure portal, a cancel-free portal between me and you. And I want to thank the Nardini Jammies of the world for their pressure on companies to show us that we needed a different way to connect to you <laughs> free from ad pressure. Yeah. So I would have loved to name it Nandini.com, but we can't do that. So we named it. So at locals that, but locals been up for a while. I want to, uh, I'm going to have Dave Rubin on who had started the platform tomorrow to talk about it on the show a little bit as well. So don't miss that locals.com. Follow me. I'm at D Bongino. Please download the app today. And thank you for your support as again, we build an entirely different parallel economy free from leftist hacks and cancel culture. I'm really proud of this. We are blowing up by the day on Rumble. We're going to give you an avenue to go escape from these leftist lunatics. We're not going to take any of this lying down. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, one thing I neglected to uh, mention about um, locals and the partnership with Rumble If you are a content creator out there, all my friends who do podcasts, whatever, you're on Twitter, you're on Parler, other platforms as well, you can go to Locals, set up an account yourself and set up that relationship with with your audience out there now. There are tons of creators over there now doing great, doing great. They're supported by their communities right there. Locals.com, check it out. I don't want to neglect to mention on the creator side as well. So Joe Biden strikes again yesterday. You know, you know how in the beginning of the show I was talking about how leftists, they, they, they just stick it in your face. They don't care that they lie about you. They'll say things. We can replace them. Someone mentions on Fox News that, hey, they're talking about replacing us. That's racist. That's xenophobe. They don't care that they're lying. It doesn't matter how many times you discredit their nonsense. Here's Joe Biden yesterday solving a problem that doesn't exist. We've said it on the show a thousand times and we're going to do it again because unfortunately you have to, you have to smack the left over the head with the truth a thousand times before they get it. Even then they still ignore it. Joe Biden yesterday says our economic problems are all being caused by, yep, you guessed it. Trickle down. Check this out. My wife, who's a community college professor says any nation that out educates us will outcompete us. Say it again, any nation that out-educates us will out-compete us. And that's a fact. That's why I resolve that we have to once again build America from the bottom up and the middle out. I've never seen a time in American history when the middle class did well, the wealthy didn't do very well. But I'm tired of trickle-down. Trickle-down doesn't hadn't worked so much for the last 15 years from working class and middle class folks. Okay, there's, again, for the thousandth time, there is no such thing as trickle-down economics. It is not a theory. It's not in practice. It's not a thing. 
Nobody knows what it is because it doesn't exist. It is a fake talking point that was used to discredit the economic success of the Ronald Reagan era, where tax revenue grew to the government as tax rates were cut. Yes, I didn't say that wrong. There is no such thing. Listen again to Thomas Sowell explain and dare your leftist friends as this argument about Joe Biden knocking trickle down for causing all our problems. Ask your friends to please explain what trickle down is and to point to you the actual economic theory of trickle down. I'll bet they can't do it here. Listen to Thomas Sowell explain it better. President Obama in December of last year, the market will take care of everything. They tell us jobs and prosperity will eventually trickle down yeah. to everyone else. In April of this year, during the Bush years, the wealthy got wealthier, but prosperity sure didn't trickle down. In July, this past summer, Barack Obama, we've tried it their way. It didn't work. We were told that prosperity would start at the top and then trickle down. Close quote. Where does this trickle, where does this phrase trickle down come from? Oh, I don't know. It was as far back as, uh, as, the, as the first, as the uh, Roosevelt administration. Uh, there is absolutely, it is an incredible thing. It's, there is a non-existent theory that is constantly being attacked. Uh, some years ago in my newspaper column, I challenged anybody to cite any economist outside of an insane asylum who had ever made that argument. Nobody ever, ever, ever came up with a single person. So when Barack Obama says in this past July, quote, we were told. That prosperity. Who told him? Nobody told him. Nobody. No economist has ever held that. No politician has ever said it. I don't know of anybody who's ever said it. In fact, uh, when I put this out, and I went went out a nationally syndicated column, uh, various people uh, wrote me and said, "Well, so and so said this. So and so said it. Find me the person who said it. I don't want to hear how you." A said that B said, find me B and show me where he said it. And that was years ago. Not one example has been offered. It doesn't matter how many times you bring this up. You will still hear these discredited talking points. And I asked the media if Donald Trump had done the same thing, cited a repeatedly debunked, discredited lie and talking point. There is no such thing as trickle down. economics. can a made up attack. It's a made up attack. On Republican, because the imagery is bad, trickle down. Oh, my gosh, the rich get rich and it's trickling down. These spectacled, top hat wearing, monopoly guy looking people trickling down breadcrumbs to all of us. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. When is someone in the media going to call this guy out? There's no such thing. Proving to you there's no such thing and it's made up. Here's the tax foundation in 2021. So not a partisan site. I have this in my newsletter today. I encourage you to read this. This was testimony up on the Hill. You want to see what the rich pay according to the latest IRS data? This was for 2018, the year after the Trump tax cuts. The top 1% of taxpayers paid $616 billion in income taxes. As we can see in figure one, which we'll put up next, that amounts to 40% of all income taxes paid. One out of 100 people. One, the top 1% are paying 40 cents out of every dollar, ladies and gentlemen. Go back to the first part, Keith. 40%. And they're paying, that's the highest share, by the way, since 1980. So when Joe Biden goes, trickle down hasn't worked for 15 years. What are you talking about? The wealthiest are paying the most they've paid in 30 plus years, in 40 years. And they're paying a larger share of the tax burden than the bottom 90% combined what are you talking about do these people even do math what about you may say well all right the top one percent are paying 40 percent that sounds like a lot you won't say that if you're a leftist because you don't do facts seriously you're immune to them your skull's six feet thick six foot uh, six feet thick but you may say what about the top 0.1 percent the super rich well let's look at them He says, in case you're thinking, this was the testament, well, the rich make more, they should pay more. The top 1% of taxpayers account for 20% of all income, but they pay 40. So their 40% share of income taxes is twice their share of the nation's income. Similarly, in 2018, the top 0.1% of taxpayers paid $311 billion in income taxes. That amounted to 20% of all income taxes paid. One out of 1,000 people paid 20 cents of every dollar. That's the highest level since 2001. Wait, I thought Joe Biden said trickle-down wasn't working for 15 years. That's as far back as the IRS data allowed them to measure. The top 0.1% taxpayers paid a greater share of the income tax burden than the bottom 75% of taxpayers combined. 
Folks, there's not going to be any accountability for these lies because the media won't ask any questions. Number one, question number one, if you are a fair media person, Joe Biden, what is trickle down? Stop the talking point. Explain the theory and who proposed it. Second, what are the rich pay? What are the super rich pay? How does that relate to income? And why are you lying about what they pay? All right, let me get to my third sponsor and it's comic relief time during the show. Joe Biden gets caught again for the fifth time telling a story that is an already discredited lie. And then I want to get back to this argument in a minute about why your house, pay very close attention. You a homeowner? It's a lot of your wealth tied up in home equity, meaning it's not liquid. Say you bought your house for 300, it's worth 800. Man, work $500,000. You may be worth $500,000 in equity, but it's not liquid. It's not a bank account. What if I told you that equity is about to get wiped out? Pay very close attention to these segments coming up. They're important. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So showing you Joe Biden doesn't even have a modicum of decency. He will lie to you often about trickle-down and other things, but they'll also lie to you about even autobiographical stories of Joe Biden's life where nothing he says is true. Here is Joe Biden now for the fifth time telling the ridiculous false story of the Amtrak guy who told him that he had ridden whatever, 75 billion miles on Amtrak. The guy's name is Angelo Negri. This is the fifth time he's told the story. The story is false. It's made up. Listen to him do it again yesterday because the man has no integrity at all. Check this out. Ange walks up to me and goes, Joey, baby, grabs my cheek. And I thought the Secret Service was going to blow his head off. I said, I swear to God, true story. I said, no, no, he's a friend. I said, what's up, Angie? He said, Joey, I read in the paper, I read in the paper, you travel 1,000 to 1,200,000 miles on Air Force planes because they keep meticulous tabs of it. I said, yeah. He said, big, I won't say the whole thing, big deal. So you know how many miles you travel on Amtrak, Joey? And I said, no. He said, the boys and I figured out the retirement dinner. He said, you traveled... Two million, I think it was 180, but two million, 200,000 miles. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, he's making this story up. He's making it up. Biden was the vice president from 2009 to 2017. Okay, everybody following liberals? 2009 to 2017. He, when he's told this story before in the four other iterations of it, he has said that this guy, Angelo Negri, told him this story in his last year as vice president, meaning, 20, say, 2016, 2017. Well, what's the problem? Angelo Negri from Antrac, the guy he says told him this, died in 2014. What's also a problem is Negri retired from Amtrak in 1993. So how was Biden told this story in 2016, if Negri didn't even work for Amtrak from 1993 on and died in 2014. Erroneous. Of course it's erroneous. It doesn't matter. The man has no respect for you at all. They lie. They lie to you all the time about everything because they think you're a sucker and they don't care. You know who's good, however, in catching people in lies? James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Do you have that? Did you get it? You do. Okay, good. Did I put it in the right spot? I'm just curious during the rundown right here. I did? Really? Wow, I'm impressed. I thought I might have screwed Gee over on that one. Thank you, Gee. Project Veritas good at catching people in lies. So, you know, one of the things I've always been proud of about being a conservative is a good conservative. We got some bad ones, too. Let's be candid. But we don't lie to people. We prefer economic freedom and low tax loads because we think people can spend their money better than the government. And we want everyone to pay lower taxes, even liberals. We prefer school choice because schools are better when parents choose them, even for liberals. But liberals don't feel that way, but they lie all the time about what their agenda is. So the race in New Jersey for the governorship, shockingly, is tightening up right now. Jack Citarelli, the Republican, is closing the gap fast 
on the tyrant Phil Murphy, probably one of the top three worst governors in the country in New Jersey. A high taxer, a condescending buffoon, a shutdown, lockdown, mask lover, a vax mandate guy. Vax mandate? They don't have a vaccine mandate in New Jersey. Oh, they will if you listen to a undercover video taken of Phil Murphy's campaign staff. Here's undercover video by Project Veritas of campaign staffers, as they allege, on the Phil Murphy campaign saying, oh, listen, he's going to do this vaccine mandate, but he has to wait till after the election. And uh, the campaign employee says, uh, listen, that's just because people believe in their like freedom and stuff. So he's got to wait till after the election to do it. Check this out. No, va a ser, pero no, puede hacer, no podía hacerlo antes de la elección. The independent deciders would not vote for him if he did the mandate. Because they're into all that My rights, my sh Once you know we have a win, it's like, all right, Guns blazing, like, who cares? I'm in it. Let's do the mandates. Let's do this, the X, Y, and Z. Project Veritas has obtained hidden camera recordings inside Governor Phil Murphy's campaign, including from a senior advisor who admits to hiding information from voters until after the election in order to appeal to undecided and moderate voters. Pero, ¿cómo así lo mandates? La vaccine mandates. Como California, que está el mandato que todo el mundo tiene que tener la vacuna. Eh, lo va a hacer, pero no puede hacer, no podía hacerlo antes de la elección. Exacto. Porque si no, no se tira todo no el mundo. Independent uh -huh. The independent decided would not vote for him if he did the bandit. Because they're into all that My rights, my sh And they don't care that they kill everybody. Well, that's, see, that's good to know then. That after he wins, then he'll do the mandates, mm -hmm. the vaccine mandates. He will. Folks, they lie to you all the time. This is critical stuff. We have elections coming up. It's important not just to talk about Democrats and how bad they are, but why and what motivates them. They have to lie to you because they know this stuff is serious and they know people care about their bodily sovereignty. So they're afraid to take a stand on it until after the election when there's no penalty because they don't want you to choose because they know if they put the decision in front of you, it may change the election and give Jack Citarelli a win. This is coming after the election, according to the video. They have to lie to you. They can never run on what they actually believe in. Joe Biden wants to hike your taxes. So he keeps saying, oh, don't worry. I'm only going to hike taxes for people worth more than $400,000. He's lying to you. He has to sell it, selling a discredited talking point about trickle down. He has to sell you the story of who he was in his past, this Dirt under the fingernails Amtrak guy took the train by telling you lies upon lies. Nothing they tell you is true ever. These people are liars. And just like we've warned them about mandates, how I told Cumulus back when I heard about this, after they put it out there, just like people have warned cities and states and localities, you institute this vaccine mandate, you are going to lose people. They are not going to give up custody and sovereignty over their own body. They are not wards of the state. We warn them, do not do these mandates, and they're doing them anyway, and companies are getting crushed. Cities are getting crushed as cops leave. Companies are getting crushed as people leave. It is happening. Don't let the Biden administration sell you short. We warned them about lockdowns too, and they didn't listen. They did it anyway. We warn them. They do it. The penalties come to us. And then there's no accountability later. Remember when we warned them about lockdowns? What did we tell them? You lock down the economy. You are going to crush. You are going to crush the small business owner. They do not have enough liquidity. They do not have enough income. Many of them saved to keep their businesses up and running. Many of them that are operating on weekly, even monthly budgets. We also warn them, if you shut down the healthcare system, cancer screenings, to any kind of disease screenings, pathogens that'll grow, that these people who are not seeking medical care because of lockdowns are going to find out later when they could have been treated for stage one cancer, they're now being treated for stage four. That's not just with cancer, but other diseases as well. People who weren't diagnosed with tuberculosis, HIV. Now look at this. Article at NPR of all places. Kicking you right in the cojones. We warned them about this. NPR, Kate Wells, October 26, 2021. ERs are now swamped with seriously ill patients. But most don't even have COVID. Read this. Oh, man. So many people are going to die. 
It says, but now the ERs are too full, even in parts of the country where COVID isn't overwhelming the health system. Patients are showing up to the ER sicker than they were before the pandemic. Their disease is more advanced and in need of complicated care. Months of treatment delays have exacerbated chronic conditions and worsened symptoms. Doctors and nurses say the severity of illness ranges widely, ranges widely and includes abdominal pain, respiratory problems, blood clots, heart conditions, suicide attempts, and others. Folks, there's never any accountability for these people, ever. Because the media could stop this today by just asking basic questions of the Democrats. What is trickle-down? Are these tax hikes really not going to affect people making under $400,000? What about their home values and everything else? What about inflation? Isn't that a real tax? Hey, these lockdowns. What about people who have cancer, heart conditions, HIV, other infectious diseases? What happens when they can't get treated? None of these questions were asked because we have such a corrupt media. Is anyone going to ask Murphy today to get on the record about a vaccine mandate, what he's going to do? Phil Murphy, the dreadful governor of uh, New Jersey? Nah, they won't ask. They won't ask. Most of the media will just ignore it and pretend like it didn't happen. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So folks, is your wealth tied up in your home? For many of you, that's the case. You've saved your entire life to buy a home. You've done well. Some of you bought your home for 200, 300, 500. The home's appreciated 10, 15, 20%, sometimes more. That is your nest egg. That's your nest and your nest egg. That's it right there. Well, what if I told you the Biden tax hike bill, this grotesque spending plan, is going to destroy and decimate the real estate market? Again, I hate to do the time check, but October 26th, Tuesday, mark the date that I said this. If this thing passes next week, this Biden tax hike bill, you watch as over the course of the next year and year after that, real estate goes down and down and down and down. And I warned you Democrats, because a lot of you have your wealth tied up in your homes too, but you don't give a damn. You don't care. You want to cut off your nose to spite your face, to say, stick it to the rich guy. I'm telling you it's coming for you. Read this article. It's worth your time. The Democrats tax plan would sink real estate. Listen to these taxes coming from people operating real estate businesses who are going to sell everything to get out of it. And there's going to be a massive crisis as the fire sale of real estate assets starts. Quote, under the House bill, taxation of real estate operating profit would soar from 29.6% to nearly 46.4%. And real estate capital gains would spike from 20% to 31.8%. For a successful investor, that's an extra 16.8% tax on operations and an extra 11.8% on capital gains. At the same time, new limitations are phasing in to reduce mortgage interest deductions and depreciation. Folks, again, I know the Democrats have a hard time thinking outside of their own little box and what's right ahead of them in the talking points. Do you understand how expensive it is going to be to invest in real estate if this thing is to pass next week? If it's more expensive, less people are going to do it. And if the taxes go up and people aren't liquid who are invested in property because like you, their home is their nest egg, but it's not liquid. They can't just go to the basement and get out a a suitcase full of cash. How do you get the suitcase full of cash? The answer is You've got to either sell your home, sell your real estate investments, or take a loan against your home, which you'll owe money against later to pay the taxes. How hard is this? How hard is this? It gets even worse. Here's the liquidation coming. When everybody starts selling their real estate investments at the same time, 
Good luck selling your house when you find out you owe taxes on it that you can't possibly pay or your property. When real estate investors everywhere start dumping their holdings too and you got 100 houses on your block for sale. Good luck. Here, quote, whether a generational property transfer is taxed at death at the proposed 31.8% capital gains tax rate or the higher proposed ordinary income rate of 46%, it may also, these real estate investors may also face a proposed 45% death tax. And that's before state taxes. The huge aggregate tax bill on death will force the states to sell properties to cover what they owe. As 1986 and 2008 proved, forced selling in real property markets creates havoc in financial markets. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, I'm telling you now, mark the date and the time. If this is to pass, I promise you, there is going to be a mass fire sale of real estate assets that is going to destroy all of the hard work you put in. Get your home to build your home, to improve your home. Your equity will be wiped out. And to the Democrats listening, just know you voted for this. Here's Biden, however, yesterday again, screaming at you again because he's losing his mind and he's cognitively impaired after he lied about trickle down, lied about the Amtrak story because the man has no dignity or credibility. Here's Biden lying to you for a third time and telling you the massive tax hikes I just told you about, which are going to wipe out your home nest egg, screaming at you that not only is this a good thing for you, but this is in fact the tax cut. I just showed you the numbers in the House bill. I just showed you the numbers. You think that's a tax cut? Hike Taxes going up and being hiked dramatically are somehow a tax cut. If you think that, I, you're beyond my help at this point. But here's Biden, who is not a very intelligent guy, but someone wrote this speech for him. And the person who wrote the speech was probably intelligent. They think you're an idiot, however. Here's Biden screaming at you that this tax, massive tax hike on everyone is, in fact, a tax cut. And you should love it. Check this out. Everybody talks about children. And Josh has heard me say it. I view it as a tax cut for middle class families. A tax cut. We never have an argument when we talk about the wealthy. This is a tax cut. It changes the lives of the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, you saw the numbers. It is not a tax cut. Here's what's going on right now behind the scenes. I had a great email this morning from a guy who emails me often. He's very smart. I got another email as well about this same topic from a friend of mine who is very familiar, sadly, with what goes on in the swamp. Here's what's going on behind the scenes. The Democrats know that they've spent money for generations on Social Security, Medicare, and elsewhere, and government programs that they don't have. We have $28 trillion in debt. For you older folks and seniors out there, the Democrats can't stand you. Oh, my gosh, Dan, that's harsh. No, no, it's true. The reason they want a wealth tax and these massive real estate taxes and death taxes, listen to me, to the seniors out there. I'm getting this from multiple sources. The Democrats up on Capitol Hill feel like, even though you were the World War II generation, that you got over, that you got a lot of government benefits, and now it's time for you to pay the piper. Do you notice how all of these tax hikes are going to affect you, worst of all? Death tax affects people closest to death. The hardest, doesn't it? If you're in your 70s, 80s, or 90s, the death tax is far more perilous to you than it is to someone in their 20s, right? Oh, that's going up. Real estate, who owns homes? 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds? I can tell you as you go up, 30, 40, 50, 60, the percentage of home ownership till it hits an asymptote goes up with age as you get older. Didn't you notice that's going up too? Who owns stocks, by the way? 18-year-olds or 40, 50, 60, 70, 80-year-olds in retirement? Yeah, them. They do. And as they liquidate their stocks to pay for their retirement, the government wants to make sure they get a cut of that first with their increased capital gains tax and their wealth tax on stocks you own and haven't even cashed in yet. They hate you. To the seniors out there, they despise you. Behind the scenes, they talk about you like you're a bunch of welchers. I'm sorry to have to tell you the truth. 
But that's what they think of you. It's not what we think of you. You were the World War II generation, the greatest generation. You were. I'm not kidding. You didn't grow up in your 20s and 30s with flat screen TVs and cell phones and this abundance of food we have now. Many people alive today were Depression era uh, babies. They're older now, but some are still around. They think you're a bunch of Welchers and they want to make sure they get their money back. Haven't you noticed all of these taxes are targeted at you? You think that's by accident? Your estates, your wealth, your taxes, things you've worked your entire life. Your unrealized capital gains, they want them before you die. And then when you die, they want them again on death taxes. They can't stand you. They're coming for you. That's a fact. Just look at the tax hikes. All right, my last story today. You know, the Remain in Mexico policy, the Biden administration was ordered by the courts to reinstitute. In other words, if you're going to seek asylum and you cross through Mexico, you're going to have to remain in Mexico while your asylum case in the United States is adjudicated. But get a load of this. The Mexican government is threatening the court-ordered restart of the Trump order policy. Washington Examiner article will be in my newsletter today. Please read it. Folks, if this isn't an example of why we need a border wall, and a strong one. I don't know what is. So Mexico is saying we're not going to take people back into Mexico who cross through Mexico while their asylum cases are being adjudicated. Well, if we had a border wall, ladies and gentlemen, that wouldn't be a problem because they wouldn't be coming in in the first place. But now Mexico gets to run the show. Who's Mexico to threaten us about this, by the way? They know Biden's weak. And they know with no border wall, people can just walk in the minute they step on U.S. soil and say asylum. Mexico is going to say, we're not taking them back. If we had a border wall, this wouldn't be a problem. But of course, Biden, who's intentionally trying to destroy the United States, is at step 11 of his 12-step plan. All right, folks, make sure you voted. If you're in Virginia, get out and vote. The governor's race a week from today concludes. It's really important we win this to shut this disastrous Biden agenda down. Uh, thank you for everything and your support during this fight. You can probably tell it's uh, starting to wear on me a little bit, but uh, it's all right. It's part of the fight. So I'm not some snowflake victim like the leftists. I get sick of all their whining all the time. But some good news as well. Please join my account, Locals.com. Download the app today, Locals.com. Check it out for you content creators. Go over, set up an account today. Claim your name. Connect directly with your supporters right there. I really appreciate it. Locals.com. Thanks a lot. Happy to announce the partnership. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.